Welcome into the Inside the NFL Prospects podcast series. I'm Jack Borowski. On this episode, I'm fortunate to have on Hayden Hat. Hayden is the starting wide receiver for the Idaho football team, and he's the top returning receiver at the FCS level, having recorded 83 receptions for 1,209 yards and 16 touchdowns last season on his way to be named a first-team All-American. Aiden, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Jack. I appreciate it. Hayden, want to start by talking about this upcoming campaign. So when reflecting on your film, talking it over with coaches, and just how you felt this past season went, what have you been working on during this offseason to take your game to that next level for the upcoming 2023 campaign? You know, I think uh, the off season is a very crucial time in sports, uh, in, especially for football, because it's such a physically demanding sport that I'm really taking time in, in getting bigger, faster, and, and just doing preventative things to where I'm, I'm working on, on things I haven't done in the past, like, like doing lighter leg raises, but it's for my knees, or doing preventative shoulder shoulder workouts and, and things along that. So more specialized things to, to remain healthy and be able to keep playing. Hayden, this past season, you took college football by storm, had a tremendous amount of success. When looking at you know how well you did, did you, you know, expect to have that kind of success? And what did you think allowed you to have a breakout season? Well, um, I'll answer the second half of that question first. I think what, what allowed me to have such a great season is, one, uh, the transition in coaching. With, with Coach Slice, the guy is a guru, and Coach Eck, is a, he's a great guy, very smart football minds, and uh, they, they put me in a position to succeed. And that's, that's kind of all you can ask from your coaches is for them to, to roll the ball out there and put you in spots where you really think you can win. Um, you know, I don't call the plays. All I do is is execute them to the best of my ability. So when you feel confident about the play call and the in the structure of the organization, you you have like that behind you. Um, and then Giovanni McCoy is is a very special quarterback. You know, Jerry Rice winner. It's awesome to have a guy like that throwing you the ball, and being able to line up next to Jermaine Jackson, who a lot of people know as JJ, and he's rated in the top ten returning receivers as well. Um, just helps both of us. Having two dynamic guys on the field at the same time make it hard to cover and it makes it hard to, to decide who you're going to double team. Yeah, with Giovanni and, and having a Jerry Rice winning um, quarterback, you know, to, to get that kind of award shows the kind of talent he is. And, and it showed up on your film with some of the throws he was making. But how do you think your guys' chemistry you know, progressed over the course of, of this past season? You know, uh, Vonnie and I never played a live football game together before this past season. And so the first couple of games were, were not saying break-in games, but uh, the year beforehand, I, I, I had an injury that I missed, and Vonnie came in and played in a couple of those games. And so him and I's chemistry just kept growing throughout the summer. And... uh after we really got a feel for each other after like game two or three, it was like, okay, this is, this is really starting to work. It's really starting to, we're starting to mend well. And you could see just with our production in conference and, and what we've done that, that our relationship is a very good relationship and, and our timing is down. And so 
it's exciting walking into this this upcoming season knowing that I have a guy who trusts me and I trust him and, and we can build off of that. You just touched on it, Hayden, that 2021 season. It wasn't you know what you expected, you know, obviously due to injury, but just dealing with that level of adversity, what was that like for you? And then when you came back fully healthy, you know, did you gain a new perspective on, you know, just what it meant to be able to play football? For sure. You know, it, it, anybody who's overcome an injury that, that, uh, permits you from playing an entire season, you, you look back and you, and you see things a little differently. And I think it's really helped me in the grand scheme of things. And it, it was hard to, hard to see it at first naturally you know I'm a, I'm a competitor I want to be out there and and circling back to your first question of you know w- was I expecting to have this type of success in in 2020 it was the COVID season and I was named an all-american I averaged over 100 yards a game and and it was it was overlooked due to you know the circumstances just in the pandemic around the world that you know everybody's everybody was mindset was somewhere else and so when I came back, I was I was expecting to have another great season. And um, after having 100 yards and two touchdowns against Indiana, the very next game, I I tear my um, labrum. So I'm out for the year, and and mentally it's tough, you know. But I never lost that that confidence that I had in myself that I knew right when I was able to get back out there again. And you know, I'm chomping at the bit to play that I was going to be able to go and take advantage of it and help the Vandals win. And I think anybody who's who's experienced an injury understands how how mentally tasking it is to to get in the gym and work out and and get yourself back. But if you're truly a competitor and you love the sport and you love playing, um, you come back better and stronger. And and I was fortunate to to be healthy now and be able to complete the last season. Playing Indiana back in 21 and then getting to play Washington State in 22 and just being out there in the field for those games, two premier programs, um, you know, at the power five level. Was there, you know, what was what were those experiences like playing against um, those two teams and what were you able to learn from them? You know, I. I get this question a lot because we play the out of conference schedule and. I'll tell you what, I absolutely love playing, playing in the, in the lights and, and there's no stage too big. You know, I, I think it's a privilege. I think it's something that uh, people dream about doing. And when I get those opportunities, I, I look at them like, like gold and there's no part of me that, that, uh, that is intimidated by a big crowd or anything like that. You just, you really just soak in the moment and you enjoy it. And then, right when the ball snaps and the game turns on, everything goes blank anyways. You know, you don't hear anything going on in the crowd. You don't even look up there if you're if you're dialed in. And so if I'm playing backyard football with no crowd, if I'm playing at Penn State like I did my our, our freshman year, um, you, you don't really notice it because you're just so dialed in in the game. And, and I guess afterwards you can go back and reflect on those things about how, how cool it was to have an opportunity like that. But in the moment, you're all you're focused on is winning. Hayden, with that first game you ever played against Penn State your, your freshman year and then finishing off the season you know, against Northern Arizona um, and getting that start, just take me through what your freshman year was like. What was that experience for you? 
Yeah. So my freshman year was, was kind of a crazy one because I, I had a, a position switch, but the position switch was back to my traditional position. You know, I, I was recruited at the tight end and I came in and I was just excited to, uh, to be able to be on a college program, you know, and, and no matter where they plugged me, I was going to put my head down and work as hard as I could. And so I was our, I was our receiving tight end my, my freshman year till the last game, we had a couple injuries and, and coach Petrino said, you know what, let's throw Hayden uh, out at the X. And, and I never gave the spot back and they kept me there, which I'm very, very appreciative of. Cause I always felt like I was more of a receiver. Um, I think, I think my freshman year taught me a lot and it, it taught me how much I did not know about football. And I think that's something that uh, high schoolers don't understand until they get to the next level. And it, it's kind of introduction to like, you've been doing math 101 and then you jump into calculus, you know, um, there's so much that goes into the game plan. There's so much uh, movements and shifts and in, in defensive disguises that it really takes repetition to understand what's going on. And now going into my fifth year of college football, I have a much better grasp of it. And I think it's definitely helped me perform better, um, especially in the last season and, and now in this upcoming season. What was that adjustment like for you then, Hayden, with how much you had to learn? Was it overwhelming at first? And at what point did things start to settle down for you? I would I wouldn't say it's overwhelming because I truly do love the game and I love to learn. I think it was eye opening would be the right phrase to say. It, it 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 just showed me that that no matter what you think you know, you can always learn more, and you can never be over prepared. And with the way these college coaches um, put the time in to master exactly who we're playing against and and the schemes to run against them, it it shows you that you can always always learn alongside them you know and, and if you're putting in the hours to watch the film you're going to develop your game on the field and mentally and it's going to help you in the long run i think that it's important to embrace something like that rather than than uh, be scared of the mental side of the game because it's that's more than half the battle if you can't line up then you can't play and hayden Freshman year 2019 to where you're at now, how do you think your ability to you know, study film, break down what defenses are doing, what you need to be doing, how has that improved? You know, I, I would say it's improved, but it's also changed a lot. You know, the way I, I look at the game, even when I watch NFL on Sundays or I watch other programs play, um, you you start to analyze the game differently, you know, and and you almost become like a player coach. You're like, oh wow, look at this coverage. Like safety's coming down to ten yards, other safeties rotated in the middle field, probably some sort of man. Or the corners are sitting down, oh cover two, like a smash concept would be good against that. You know, so so you just as you learn more, you analyze the game differently. And then you're learning of the game and your understanding of the game has to change along with your learning tactics, right? Like, like if I, if I just say, okay, this is, this is cover two, I know cover two, I, I can never understand the, the more in-depth uh, coverages like a Tampa two, or, you know, like you, there's so many different forms of cover three where the safety rotates to the field of the boundary. If you rotate inside the linebacker, outside the linebacker, it's buzz or sky. 
So you, you almost have to, to break down the barriers of, oh, I know cover two or I know cover three and go, okay, there's so much more to learn and there's so much more to analyze. And I think that's really helped me. Aiden, your you know ability to understand defense it, it shows up on Saturdays. But for those younger guys coming in, you know the red shirts, the redshirt freshmen, redshirt sophomores, whoever it may be. Now where you're at in your career, how do you try and help those younger guys in terms of their understanding uh, of football and, and film study and all those aspects? Yeah, I think I think a, a big part of that is surrounding yourself with people who want to learn the game, right? Um, there's, there's good apples and bad apples in every, every board or every team. And if, if you, like, for me, I was fortunate enough to kind of have a guy who I looked up to. His name is Jeff Cotton. He's bounced around in the NFL for the last couple of years. And he was a senior when I was a freshman. So sitting there and analyzing him and, and, seeing the things that he did and, and the way he separated himself from the rest of the, the conference was, was eye-opening. You know, it, it, it was no surprise that he was having the success he had because he was going in there on Sundays and analyzing the film and, and realizing, okay, this is the coverage. Oh, I should have ran my route like this. You know, so, so for the upcoming freshmen, I, I hope, uh, and, and this is for every program in the world, I hope you go in and you, you look at a guy that's, that's doing the right things and going, yeah, that's the guy I'm going to try to get behind because you'll learn so much more through the older guys that are doing the things right compared to the guys that are just getting by. You know, um, it's important to be a leader to the, to the younger, younger kids that come in and it's important to, to show them the right way to, to act in a meeting and, and act on the field. And, and you know, it's, it's good to have fun. But it's also, hey, we have an hour meeting. Let's get the most out of this. You know, let's let's sit down and, and really learn. And then we can all joke around the rest of the time. You know, we'll be able to hang out in the locker room for 45 minutes after this. But while we're in the meetings and while we're at practice, let's really get the most out of our opportunities. Hated though, when you were that young freshman, was there a, you know, a moment, whether uh, you know, game, practice, that you remember where it's like you're welcome to college football and you, you realize, wow, this isn't high school anymore? Yeah, I would say it was my very first practice. I'm sure that's a common answer you get, but it was a mat drill that took place at 6 a.m. in the morning on, on a Wednesday, and it was the first summer practice. So I'm out there, and I'm thinking they're going to kind of break you slowly into – oh, hey, you guys do this. No, you follow the pack, right? Like you go out there and it's, it's go time. And all these other guys or veterans or experienced have gone through an entire season with the program that they kind of understand how practice flows. And that was, that was my introduction was, oh my goodness, like this is, we are going. Like it, it's on now. And if, if you can't figure it out with the rest of the team, you're going to get left behind. So, um. I'm glad that I realized it just after practice one that I'm like, okay, I got to get my stuff together. But it also, I could see how it could deter some kids from, from being a little overwhelmed. But you just, again, that goes back to my point where you just have to look at the guys who are leaders on the team and, and look at the guys who are doing the right thing and go, okay, as long as I'm, I'm trailing that guy sooner or later, I'm going to pick this up. 
Hayden, I want to talk a little bit more about, you know, playing tight end and wide receiver just in, in general throughout your career. So take me through you know, what point, you know, did you start playing receiver or tight end in, in high school? And, you know, what made it to where you, know, you were coming in a, as a tight end? Take me through that. Yeah. So my entire high school career, I played receiver. And I played in, and it's very similar to the position I play now. I'm, I'm a utility, like Swiss Army knife almost, I like to say, where I could line up in the slot outside, in the backfield, uh, extra wing tight end. Um, I danced around a lot in high school and I, and that showing up on my film showed my versatility and it, for some reason I started getting recruited as a tight end and I was just ecstatic to get to go try to play at the next level and prove myself somewhere that I didn't really care how they brought me in or, or what my position was. I just wanted to go there and prove that I could play. And so when I came in, uh, to the university of Idaho, I was playing tight end, but I was also playing like a split split tight end it was it, it was like a jack of all trades tight end right like if they needed me to motion in and block i'd do that but i was also playing more of an extended tight end and as the season progressed i started getting more targets more balls and, and it slowly turned into okay this guy's this guy's a route runner and when when a couple of our our receivers went down and i got thrown out there uh to play x it just it felt like home, and I think the the coaching staff saw it and and knew how how natural it was for me, and and that was a a position that I played practically my entire high school career. It's just when you're getting recruited, you don't tell the coaches, "Hey, I do this." You go, "Yes, sir, I'll I'll come." You know, um, if you're not a five star. So <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, I think that's kind of how my my transitioning back to wide receiver happened. And I'm very fortunate and happy that it, it did. Something I noticed is you know, a high level blocker. Do you think having played, you know, that kind of role has, uh, you know, it's something in terms of blocking that can be a struggle for a lot of receivers. So how do you think playing tight end helped in that regard? Yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing about blocking is just not being scared to get physical with somebody and, and coach Linehan, who's my wide receiver coach now, who, who I look up to and was a great quarterback here. He, he says it best, you know, he's blocking is 90% effort, 10% technique. And, and to the wide receiver position, it, it's, that's so accurate. You have to want to go block somebody. You have to want it. And, and I, I look at it as if I'm on a route that I'm probably a runoff route, I run it as hard as I can to try to open up my other receivers. Well, if I want Anthony Woods to break a run for 55 yards, I got to go block my ass off and try, or excuse me, but I got to go block as hard as I can and, and do, do everything I can to make sure that it's not my guy making the tackle. Right. And so it's, it's almost a sense of pride. Like I'm, I'm, it's not going to be my guy, you know? And if everybody, if all the receivers on our team take that approach to, to blocking, we're going to be a dominant run team and it'll just open up the pass. Hayden, for a sec, I want to go back to the recruiting process. Can you take me through what that whole process was like for you and how you uh, ended up at Idaho? Yeah, so the recruiting process I had was was kind of a funky one, um, especially because I have a twin brother who plays football here at the University of Idaho with me as well. You know, it's been our lifelong dream to get to play college football besides each other. And 
And that was definitely a goal of ours. So throughout the recruiting process, um, I got some scholarship offers that he didn't get. And he got some scholarship offers that I didn't get. And we were, we were telling the coaches that we'd go to different places. Right. But deep down inside, we, we kind of knew that we wanted to go to the same school. And so, um, and, and we were both high academic kids. So I, I had a couple scholar, I had a power five offer from Louisville. I had Nevada, Reno, and then I had all the Ivy leagues and my brother had all the Ivy leagues as well. So when we, we started looking at committing somewhere, we were like, Hey, you know, this place looks pretty good. So we, we decided, Hey, let's, let's try to further our education and, and change our lives, you know, with a, a degree from Brown. So we both committed to Brown and, and when we were committed there, the coaching staff got released and we went and we visited and we didn't love the new coaches. Um, so we, we thought it was best to decommit and open up our recruitment again. And we didn't open up our recruitment until the end of our senior year. So we were pretty late into the game of, of trying to find a new home. So we, we had a couple of opportunities to go to these schools and, and the University of Idaho was one with, with Coach Stephen Oliver who came and recruited us. And, and when we came up to Idaho for our official visit, it was like our, our second official visit. We just loved it. You know, it felt like home and, and we loved the environment. I had a good buddy named Dalton Cash who I went to high school with who was also there. And, and it was nice having a familiar face at a school, uh, especially when it's a 23 hour drive away from your house. So, so just the entire city of Moscow and then the university of Idaho just, just felt right. And, and when we got back home after our visit, we committed and, and it's been a great ride. Aiden, having a brother is something that it's really unique and very few people have who are also playing at the collegiate level and on the same team. How have you guys been able to help each other on and off the field throughout your, your football journey? Yeah, you know, we're, we're always there for each other. And uh, it's, there's a difference between having a best friend, you know, on a team and there's a difference between having, having a, a family family member on the team you know we 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 understand each other we've grown up together and and we've been best friends our entire lives you know growing up as a twin brother you you're competitive is all all heck because you you want to beat them but you you love them you know and so when uh when either of us have had adversity which is common in collegiate sports you know it's always good to be able to to lean on somebody and have somebody there for you and uh be able to talk things through with them um, I also have a cousin who plays basketball at the University of Idaho now. His name is Jack Hatton, and uh, and so all three of us live together, and and it's 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 just a great situation for all of us, and and we love it here. That's awesome, Ed Hayden. With with your film, you know, when watching and seeing some of the unbelievable catches you made, you know, I didn't see you make a drop, and then I looked up, and you had no drops this past season. In terms of your training and, and how you practice, how much of an emphasis do you place on you know working on your hands to, uh, to get them to where they are today? Yeah, you know, catching the ball is the most important thing as a receiver, and um, <laughs> and it's something I can't can't emphasize enough for kids who want to play receiver. If you can't catch the ball, it doesn't matter w- how good your routes look or where you're running because you're going to get zero yards. <laughs> you, you have to catch the ball. And so I, you look at the football 
I guess I look at the football in a different perspective. If you have the football, the entire game revolves around you. The entire field is trying to get the football. And all eyes are on you when the ball's coming to you or you have it. So you have to treat it as precious as it is for the game. Like there's, there's, there's no play you run in football where the ball stays behind and everybody runs forward, right? The only thing that matters and the only thing that changes the game is the ball. So you have to have to treat it with that type of respect where, wow, it's in the air. I'm going to get it. It's the only thing that matters in the entire world right now is this ball. And, um, and you see that there's people who, who run around with it all crazy and it, it blows my mind. I'm like, do you not realize that that is the only thing defenses are taught is to go get that ball. So, so when, when we talk about like hands and catching the ball, the most important thing for me is getting open, creating separation and finishing the play because none of it matters if you can't catch the ball. So I've worked hard to hard on the jugs machine. I, I run routes every other day with the quarterbacks, just staying consistent and, uh, and feeling, feeling the ball in my hands. You know, the, the more you have the ball, the more comfortable it is to catch it. So, and the more reps you have. So I, th- I think, uh, I think football is an awesome game. It revolves around the ball. So when, as a receiver who gets eight to 12 targets a game, I want to catch them all. Right. And with the upcoming season, Hayden, are there, you know, being it that it's your, you know, final year of college football, are there any, you know, individual goals or, or things that you just want to accomplish for the upcoming 2023 season? You know, of, of course I have individual goals. I'd love to, to lead Idaho um, as the leading stat receiver in every category. As in, I, I, th- I believe I'm only four touchdowns away from breaking the all-time touchdown record, receiving touchdown record here. Last year, I was fortunate enough to have the, the single-season touchdown record at Idaho. And, uh, and so, of course, I have individual goals that I, that I want to meet. But most importantly to me is I, I want us to go out and have a great season and, and go win a big Sky championship. I want to leave with the ring on my finger this year, and, and I know we have the tools to do it. And so as long as the team is, is successful, as long as we're winning – um, and as long as I can help aid in that, no matter if it's being a great runoff for my teammate where he scores a 60 yard touchdown instead of me, I'll be just as happy because the main thing for me is I want to see the Vandals put up great numbers and win games this year. And Hayden thinking, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, with, with the NFL and just watching the game, you talked about it um, a little while ago. Are there any receivers that you like to watch, you know, watch their film and, and take pieces of their game and add them to yours or, or guys you emulate your game after? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's um, that's something I do a lot is is I put on clips from guys in the NFL because there's no better people to learn from than the best in the world. You know, I love watching Devontae Adams. I think he has a great uh, he has a great release game. He has four or five different releases that he mixes up and he does a great job of just doing them fluently. And you can see he's not overthinking any of it. He's just, he's incorporated these releases into his arsenal and he uses them all just depending on which one's best. I think Justin Jefferson attacks the ball so well, you know, he, he does a great job of being fearless in the air. And, and that's something I definitely try to incorporate into my game is, is going up and attacking the football. 
and you could just see it, arguably, I think Justin Jefferson was the best receiver in the NFL last year, just with his production and, and how consistent he was. And then guys like Cooper cup who came out of the big sky as well, where you see him and, and how, how clean he is on his routes and, and he's just a secure catch. You know, every time you throw him the ball, he catches the ball in the Super Bowl. I, we were watching like one of the last drives and he caught the first pass and I said, watch, they're going to throw it to him five more times this drive. And my cousin sitting next to me, he's like, how do you know that? I'm like, cause I live this man. You see a guy start heating up like this and you just dump him the rock and he caught four more and they go down and score. And it's just like, you see guys like that who can really take over a game. And, and that's something that I, 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 I want to be, you know, and that's something I've, I've done in the past. Aiden, for my last question, for any rising high school football player looking to make it at the collegiate level, what's the best piece of advice you could give to one of them? I, uh, I actually answered this question in one of my last, last interviews that I did. So I'm awesome. I'm glad that this is the last question. But uh, this, uh, it, it's tough to tell a kid, oh, hey, you need to work harder, you know, because, because it's so, that's such an interior, you know, inside motivation that you need to have. So I think my number one thing I can tell a, a kid who's getting recruited is you, you really have to want it and, and nobody else can decide that other than you, you know, and you can't fake it. Everybody can, can act like the biggest, baddest man in the world. But at the end of the day, if you're willing to put in the effort, you'll succeed. And that doesn't matter if you're going D1, D2, D3. If you love football and you're willing to put in the time and effort, it'll all work out for the best, but you can't fake it. There's no faking this game. You, there's too much time and, and sweat and blood that goes into becoming a good football player that sure you can get by by talent if you're if you're a five star and you're a great recruit but you'll get weeded out in the next level if you don't truly embody what it's like to become a a, a great football player that was hayden had star wide receiver for the idaho vandals i appreciate all your time and insight and wish you best of luck next season thank you i really appreciate it man thanks for having me on